Hey y'all, and welcome to Southern Fried Spooky, the podcast home of all things Southern, Spooky, and this week, Ariel? Ariel? Uh, not the mermaid. Under the sea. Sorry. Nope, nope, nope. Oh. Wrong one. I'm your Carolina girl, Heather. And I'm your not crab <laughs> man, Tony. <laughs> We'd like to invite you to our social media porch. Have a sip of something cool and be pleasant company, which means check out our Facebook page or Patreon. Yeah. Okay, so as a note, this is exciting. If you've been counting, and I know you have, we're at episode number 50. Woohoo, 50. So we've been wow, at this been 50. Yeah, a wow. year and some months. Yeah. Releasing almost every week with a few exceptions. Yeah. Well, we have weeks like we had last week and <laughs> where it just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. And holidays and vacations. We have yeah. our reasons. Yeah. Besides, this is just for fun. <laughs> for real. So we'd like to thank those of you who've come along for the ride. Mhm. If you're new here or have been here from the beginning, we're so glad that we have you in a consensual sort of way i guess indeed and do let us hear from you so last week we had a doozy of a long one yeah yeah this week we'll balance that out because we have something a little more uh, snack size but oh sorry i misread that i thought you meant the week was long well it was and okay okay so and the balance out i was like oh no i still got a lot of stuff to do (laughs) okay just pertaining to the podcast okay you silly goose So if you remember back last September, we talked about the graves that are under Lake Murray Mm -hmm. and still on the little islands dotting about the lake. So we have a sort of similar story today. Which I was unaware of until it was pointed out to me. (laughs) So instead of underwater, we have graves on the runway of the Savannah Airport. And for that, we'd like to thank our friend and former guest, Bettina Queen and Mm -hmm. her daughter, for suggesting this one to us. Yeah. They lived in Atlanta, and they suggested this just a few days ago, so we are kind of excited about this. Thank you, Your Majesty. We miss you much love, bowing to you. So, the background. Yep. The Savannah Hilton Head International Airport at 400 Airways Avenue, Savannah, Georgia, Mm -hmm. reached a record of handling, wow, 2,462,000. 881 commercial airline passengers in 2017. Thank you for that. You're welcome. (laughs) Becoming one of the most important airports in the U.S. The busiest one, shall we say, as well. Next to the Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta International Airport. Did you know that Atlanta is considered the busiest city in the U.S.? I'm not surprised. Even opposed to New York City and stuff like that, Atlanta is still the busiest. However, there exists a story that might not be known to the passengers, but was well heard of by the staff members. Tales of graves and ghosts. If you've ever flown to Savannah, not Atlanta, and come in on tarmac number 10, you might spy two oddly placed rectangles lying at quirky angles in the runway. One might, from the aerial perspective, assume that it's a repair or a patch on the asphalt. Yeah. But the parallel markers are actually the graves of Catherine and Richard Dotson, two of the original owners of the land that planes now depart and land on. Wow. The Dotsons, not a car, were both born in 1779. I'm sorry. When you say that, I just keep thinking of Dennis Nedry going, Dotson... Dodson, we've got Dodson here. See, nobody cares. Nice hat. <laughs> okay, fair enough. They were a little earlier, but yes. Yeah. They farmed the land and were married for 50 years. 
Wow, they hung in there. Yeah, Catherine died in 1877 and Richard followed seven years later. And they were laid to rest side by side in the family cemetery, as was pretty typical. Yeah. And the family burial ground initially held about a hundred graves, give or take, including those of enslaved people. Okay. And at the time, this area, this land, was called Cherokee Hills. It kind of sounds like a rest home. It really does. And the couple, well, rested peacefully there for decades, as one might expect. But then the U.S. government came calling and needed the land for an airport. They couldn't back that ass up like 20 feet? (laughs) I guess not. In 1942, expanding military operations made it necessary for the U.S. War Department to declare a need for additional facilities. World War II was on the horizon, and the military needed a place to land its B-24 Liberators and B-17 Flying Fortresses. A.K.A. Big-Ass Planes. Yes, that's very technical. And that place happened to be right on top of the cemetery. A lease was negotiated between the federal government and the city of Savannah for 1,100 acres at what is now Savannah Hilton Head International. Mm. Shortly after the acquisition, the federal government began a program of obtaining additional acreage to enlarge the facilities at Chatham Field, Mm -hmm. which had been designated as a command base and heavy bombardment combat crew training station. That is a long thing Mm -hmm. to say. For the second bomb wing of the Army Air Corps. A.K.A. big-ass planes. And things that go boom. Yes. Like many airports across the country, the Savannah Airfield was built on said former farmland, Mm -hmm. taking advantage of all the wide-open space for lengthy runways and sprawling terminal hubs. And apparently, gravesite. Well, a necessary component of using this type of land has often included dealing with the small family cemetery plots. Yeah. Because most of them have them. And usually this isn't really a problem because the airport or the government will foot the bill to move the graves into a modern cemetery with the family's consent. So part of this acquisition included a private family cemetery belonging to the Dotson family. Yeah. Almost all of the graves were moved to Bonaventure Cemetery, which is definitely kind of its own thing. We will have to talk about that sometime. Oh, but yeah. that's in Savannah. But the remaining Dotson family, the descendants, would not consent to the matriarch and patriarch of the family being touched. We've got Dotson here! They felt that it would have been Catherine and Richard's wish to remain in the soil that they cultivated for most of their lives. Here! Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, so the family's wish for the graves to remain in place when westward extension of this east-to-west runway was required during World War II. It's a little glitch. It's illegal in America to move buried remains without the consent of the the next of kin yeah well they didn't have the consent so they did the only thing they could and just paved over them wow the graves of richard and Catherine dotson we've got dotson here along with two others uh daniel houston and john dotson and i don't know how these people are related just obviously they're all in the same family yeah now these other two daniel houston and john dotson are in the fields you can see them but they're they're in the grass and they remain undisturbed See, nobody cares. in and next to the airport's most active runway. Now, I'm just curious as to how someone goes there annually to pay their respects. Great-grandmother, great-grandfather, we're here to do... <laughs> and then the end. Well, oh. <laughs> we will get to that, actually. Now, the, these gravesites are the only ones in the world, as far as we know, 
embedded in an active 9,350-foot runway, serving thousands of general and commercial aviation operations yearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, the living descendants are permitted to visit the graves under airport escort. Okay. But they can't leave flowers for safety reasons. Probably they would just blow all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I just, like, I, I'm imagine you know, you go out there and you're, you're talking to someone and everything... And then just the plane goes over your head, and everybody's just like, "Hey, hey!" Like, and then <laughs> like, and it finally passes, and you're like, "Amen," and no one hears a word you're saying. Maybe you just time it, you know. It okay? If you remember in Finding Nemo, the dolphins that talk as they're leaping out of the yeah, water. Yeah. Maybe you just you know. And today we are gathered, and speaking on about our family. <laughs> yeah. My plane sounds aren't as good as yours. <laughs> somehow, this is a quote, somehow the fact that they are still there resting in peace says something about the people who have been caretakers of the city for a long time. Can we put peace in quotation marks? Because you know how living people complain about living near an airport. <laughs> Imagine the ghosts. This was said yeah. by Stan Deaton, who is a senior historian for the Georgia Historical Society. Okay. Okay, as a point... While the airport paved over the graves, yeah. they do have markers placed in their honor, kind of where they would be. Oh, okay. I mean, you can see them. Yeah. And this being Savannah, one can only hope that the pilots have a number of ghost stories to tell about the Dotson couple buried under the runway. So this is all feeling very reminiscent of the Flight 401 that we did. <laughs> a little bit, but <laughs> not not quite as ghostly, we'll okay. say. Okay. I mean, there's a little bit, a hint of a ghost story, and it's yeah. really more just superstition. But regional airline captain Lisa, R-U-E-D-Y, not Rudy. trying to pronounce that. Rudy. Wrote on the All Things Aero blog about this legend. Quote, it said that if you're coming in to land just after sundown, two figures will appear just along the north side of the runway. End quote. There isn't really much more to the ghost story than that. Just two figures probably trying to figure out what all the racket is going on around them every day. They don't seem to interact with anyone and they just appear and then they fade away. Damn it, Barbara! Tell those neighbors to keep it down! Nice, quiet folks. Her name was Catherine. Oh, Catherine! Sorry. (laughs) So, like I said, this one was short. Yeah. There's not a lot there, but we will include pictures. It is kind of cool, though. Yeah. I mean... I can't think of ever hearing a story about a paved-over cemetery. And if you look on our Facebook page, once this is posted, we'll include some pictures so you can see what it looks like. Yeah. It really is kind of odd-looking. And if you're not on our Facebook page, and I don't know why you aren't, you can absolutely Google images for mm-hmm. Savannah Airport gravestones, and you'll find them. It's kind of an odd one. I think I checked five or six different news articles to get all the information I had, yeah. and it's not a lot. But it's just more the fact that... There are gravestones in the tarmac. Yeah, it's just like, I guess you just kind of walk by them and go, oh, yeah, hey, morning, and just keep, you know, like whoever's cleaning the, the tarmac. My understanding, though, and I could be wrong, is where they actually are, the planes themselves don't actually touch them. They kind of go over them. Well, yeah, they probably go over them. Yeah. And yet, that brings us to the end already of another episode, mm-hmm. albeit a fun-sized one. This is yeah. like Halloween candy size. We hope that balances out with Doc Holliday, who was an obstinate fellow and took up a lot of time last time. Yeah, an hour and 12 minutes. Yes, that was a lot of me talking, so sorry. But we hope you enjoyed this little stroll on the lovely grassy fields with the blue sky and roaring jet engines above. (laughs)
do let us know if you've ever flown to Savannah and seen these. Atlanta doesn't count. Rumor has it that you have to fly to Atlanta first to even go to hell. <laughs> That's an old saying. <laughs> uh, well, I can tell you right now, the Atlanta Greyhound Station, definitely hell. Like, second or third level. Probably. Yeah. I'd understand that. It's underground. It's creepy. <laughs> Maybe we should cover that one, too. <laughs> I don't know if it's haunted or not. It's just creepy. Destinations, <laughs> travel, transportation. You're on, you're on a road, and all of a sudden you're going down a little bit, and suddenly you're under the city. Ooh. It's creepy. Well, as we said earlier, please make sure to stop by our Facebook page and mm-hmm. say hello. Make a suggestion about some stories that you've heard. Absolutely. Legends near where you are. Or if you yourself might have a creepy tale, we'd love to hear it. And also, leave us some five-star reviews. We really hope for the fives. Fours are okay, though. On the podcast platform that you use, and some likes on our Facebook page. Hell, we'll even take three stars. You're cheap. Yeah, I'm, I'm a classy broad. <laughs> As always, I'm your Carolina girl, Heather. And I'm your Florida man, Tony. And until next time, bye, bye y'all. Do not bury me where they're going to put anything. <laughs> I mean, if it if it takes... I want you to put me in a cannon or something. Like, just have me cremated, shove me into, like, the, the urn, and then fire me off towards the woods somewhere. Now, knowing my luck, I'd land on a cat or, like, hit some hunter or something. <laughs> where he lands, there shall he be buried. Oh, look. There's a 12-point buck. It... Ah! Wow. <laughs> Nice hat.